Hi, and welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday podcast with me, Dave Drimmy. In this podcast, I give you ideas, insights, information, and inspiration to help you achieve your potential in business and in life. So let's get stuck into this week's show. Hello, my friends. This is Dave Drimmy, and this is Wealthy Wednesday podcast. And this week, I want to touch on the power of strategic alliances as a method to create wealth and also to share a real-life story of a strategic alliance I just set up between two business owners just yesterday. One I've known for over a decade, and one I've only just met, funnily enough, through a referral from a client. Building strategic alliances is something that comes naturally to me, as I seem to be able to find people who have similar core values, are targeting very similar clients, and might enjoy a beer together. Very simple determining factor is beer, uh, but what I actually mean by this is that they might enjoy each other's company when not in a work environment, which is really, really important. I mean, we're all human, aren't we? However, before that, let's explore what a strategic alliance is and why it can be so powerful. So today, most business owners are struggling to generate more leads, attract more clients and make more money. It's it, It's a It's a factor that's really uh, striking right now. And with advertising and marketing costs more than ever before, generating leads is almost out of the financial reach for the majority of business owners. And that's even if it works effectively now, what with the recent iOS changes where Apple, Google and Facebook or Meta are no longer conspiring with each other. And with lead generation at the core of every business, as a requirement to create sales and profit, there's so much confusion in the marketplace as to what works and what doesn't work. Now that's a topic for a completely different podcast. In fact, what I might do is I'll I'll invite some friends who are expert in each of the areas I've just mentioned in terms of paid advertising, for example, for for, for Google or YouTube or, or Facebook and get them on the show. But I totally understand where every business owner I speak to who has a challenge with lead generation is coming from. Every day, there's some new guru on LinkedIn promising how to get us 50 new clients a month, if we could indeed look after 50 clients every single month. Yet, when you look at their profile, they only joined LinkedIn on the 1st of January this year, which is often intriguing. So fundamentally, they don't have any experience. Paid advertising, I mentioned earlier, is uh, the costs are actually going through the roof as well. And that's why strategic alliances can be a great fit in any kind of business. And I think it's one of the one of the forgotten ways. Uh, it all goes all the way back to uh, personal relationships and trust and knowing, liking, trusting people. And I think a lot of that has disappeared over the era of digitalization, particularly has become more noticeable as, as we have come out of COVID again, for example. But for over 30 years, I've handed out referrals and, and brought terrific people together in strategic alliances who shared the same core values and could potentially collaborate and, and help similar clients succeed. So when Wayne Archibald kindly introduced me to Alex Richards, who's a bit of a genius with video creation and content marketing, I gladly accepted his invitation to meet. Alex is amazing and his philosophy of helping business owners succeed matches my own. You could say our core values are very much aligned, which they are. And talking of alliances, within 30 minutes of meeting Alex, I'd introduced him to 
to David Dwyer, a really great friend of mine who specializes in web development, search engine optimization, and PPC. And both are now looking at opportunity to serve mutual client connections together, which is terrific. Nothing in it financially for me right now, but you know something? What goes around comes around, my granddad always used to say. So I think the alliance side of things is really, really fascinating. And I genuinely believe that David and Alex are potentially going to have an opportunity to work together. It's quite symbiotic what they actually do. One is involved in video and, and content marketing. One is, is very much uh, more data-driven. And when the two come together, hopefully some magic will happen. But anyway, they've met. That's the key thing. In terms of alliances, the solution is really going to start at the beginning. And the best way to get started is to ask two simple key questions. Who are my ideal clients and who else already has access or a database to my ideal clients? Fundamental questions, okay? Because too many business owners out there, they seem to think everybody is my target audience or target client. And that's not true. You have to be very, very specific nowadays. It's a bit like a general practice doctor versus a brain surgeon. You will get referred to the brain surgeon because they are very specific, but a GP does tons of stuff. He knows he knows his subject really, really well, but it's very general, okay? So being specific in business is really, really powerful. Now, when you ask these two questions, who are my ideal clients and who else already has access to a database to my ideal clients, it gives you amazing focus. So let's, let's say, for example, your ideal client is a hotel manager who runs a four or five star hotel. And maybe you sell flowers to the hotel, for example, to keep their reception and foyer looking fresh. Now, in your mind, who else provides products or services that the hotel also buys. So how about tables and chairs, bedlin, plumbing services, web marketing, beer, local produce for the kitchen. There are so many different products and services sold to a hotel. What you can do is you can simply think of who those people are and actually perhaps you've already got connections in, in the areas I mentioned, but think of who those people are and really just grow a list. And that takes us on to strategic alliance step one, which is the first of five distinct steps. First, you've got to identify all the compatible businesses you know who already have a relationship with clients that fit your ideal client profile, okay? So ask yourself this question, who else in a compatible business has already established trust from a list of clients who could further benefit from your product or service, okay? The secret is to find a business whose clients best match the markets you serve. And it's important that they have a formal list of their client base, such as a database. For example, if you are a real estate agent or broker, compatible businesses could include an investment broker who has a client list he or she has built over the years. Maybe an accountant who has dealt with home buyers in the past, or a lawyer who's dealt with home buyers in the past. Uh, a valuer or appraiser, banker, architect, builder, other professional service provider to people who uh, you would like to be known by. Maybe a home service provider such as a landscaper, a painter, a plumber, a pool maintenance or pest control, whatever it might be. Once you've made a list of the potential businesses, you now need to approach one or more of them about your strategic alliance proposition, which leads us into strategic alliance step two. Once you've identified a series of businesses, 
it's now time to approach them with your proposition. Any business should be more than willing to work with you. It, it, it will mean increased business for them as well as you. So hopefully you and your alliance partners already actually know and trust each other. That's really the key to endorsing each other's services. It's all about trust. The secret is to be sure they stand to gain from your relationship with them. It's imperative that their standing with their prospects, their reputation is somehow enhanced by endorsing your product or services. There's a classic radio station, it's WIIFM. What's in it for me? It's not a radio station, by the way, but what's in it for me is something that any alliance partner, any strategic partner, or in fact, any client or customer is going to be saying to themselves. So you need to be able to answer that. And if you don't point out the ways they will benefit from this relationship, then why would they do it? Remember, if you don't know them, or if if basically you don't have a previous relationship with them, then they don't know you, like you, or trust you. Simply offering them a slice of the pie won't be good enough for any reputable JV partner or alliance partner to risk their reputation with their prospects. After all, they've been carefully nurturing them for weeks, months, or possibly years. So you have to find a way to create a true win-win scenario. And in reality, that scenario should actually favor the joint venture or alliance partner more than you. Now, keeping in mind that when you first approach them, they won't have a clue whether or not your product or service will actually sell and make them money. But second, if it does sell, does it have the potential to seriously damage the relationship with the prospects, okay? Failing to address these issues and you won't be creating many joint venture partnerships. Now, this takes us on to strategic alliance step number three. If you created a win-win situation for both you and your joint venture partner, then at this point, you should have your partner's interest, okay? Now you need to create your special offer to each other's customers. So here's the secret. Make your offer appealing in the eyes of your customer. Make sure it's simple and easy to understand and even easier to take advantage of. So here's a list of items you want to consider. The offer should be in the form of a personalized letter or maybe email from the endorser, not from you. They don't know you. It must come from your partner. It's important to have a personalized letter or email that they can forward. Ideally, a letter nowadays that can be sent straight out. People are tending to read information that gets delivered to them more than looking at emails. So you're tapping into the trust, rapport and expertise they've already established with them. You can accomplish this by using your database and mail merge capabilities and all that good stuff. Write this letter yourself and let your joint venture partner edit it or approve its contents. Remember, it's their name at the bottom of the letter, okay? Your offer must be special and exclusive to the customers for whom it's intended, and it truly must be a special offer for them to even consider it. So clearly explain the offer. It could be a free trial, a free consultation, a free report, a free valuation, or a discount on their first purchase. Your offer must be strong enough for them to want to try it and make it easy to understand, please. Make it really, really simple to understand. Tell them why you're making the offer. Give them the reasons why you're so special, why you're making them such a special offer. What circumstances have created this opportunity, for example? 
The offer also must be limited. That is, it must be a one-time offer or available for a limited time. Urgency gets prospects to take action. So your offer must be risk-free and your clients must be willing to consider it. Therefore, it must contain an assurance or satisfaction. So clearly label the value of your offer. If you have a complimentary consultation that you would normally charge maybe £295 for to conduct, be sure to include that information. So it's about the value you're presenting, okay? Now this takes us on to strategic alliance step number four. At this point, you need to create an easy and non-threatening response device. Now, it could be a posted page response card. Um, they still work very well. A special coupon or certificate, a, a website landing page. Now that's probably one of the simplest ones nowadays because the tech's really, really simple. Or maybe even just a simple hotline or phone number for them to call. And um, all these work. I also suggest you add a sense of urgency to it, such as an expiration date, so an end date. Or if it's a product, perhaps a limited quantity at the special price you're offering it at. Whatever you decide to use, make sure you can track it so you accurately measure your ROI, return on investment. Here's a tip. Include a bonus or premium with your offer to motivate a fast response. An additional gift or offer of value if they take advantage of the offer before your expiration date, okay? Premiums work well, but the premium must have value as well as the main offer. So, strategic alliance step five. Get all of the names into your database. Once you each start getting responses to your respective offers, remember to follow up. The fortune is in the follow up. In fact, it takes between five and 15 follow up touch points to create a sale. Those are the statistics in 80% of the cases, okay? Five to 15 touch points. Now, if you can, try to get the, the name of every single person on the client's database in a, in a database file for follow-up mailings, okay? If you can't, always get the name, address, and phone number of all people who inquire about your offer. So you're, you're really dealing with those people that uh, are, are coming back to you, okay? The key to making the offer work is to deliver on your promise. Give them outstanding service and follow through. Start the conversion process. Get them in your database and start a drip campaign so that you can convert them from prospect to client advocate. And by drip campaign, it's a, a regular piece of mail or email or, or connecting with those people over a period of time. So for example, a brilliant one is just to have a simple newsletter going out to the client base, providing value to them. And it goes value, 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 pitch value, value, value pitch. So if you send out an email broadcast or email newsletter providing three sets of value and one pitch every two weeks. So that means that every second month, you'll be able to put a pitch in about what you can do for them. So it's absolutely fantastic when you actually do that. So cultivate them for a referral or repeat business. Really, really crucial. Even if they don't do business with you right now, you need to keep the conversion process going with the help of that drip campaign I just mentioned. So continue to provide value even if they don't buy right now. As I mentioned, get them on your newsletter list, send occasional article reprints, and be sure you make future offers to them. Never let them go. Stay in touch with them until they either buy 
or opt out. Either is great. Now, in terms of transformation, strategic alliances are a terrific way to do business because they rely on trust being in place. Trust between you and trust between your alliance partner. Now, by helping your chosen alliance partner and them helping you, this can absolutely transform your business when you do it correctly. Is it possible to create one new alliance partner each month of the year for your business? So that's 12 alliance partners in a year. So that means going into year two, you've got 12 alliance partners and you're just working with those people and you're continuing to build out the, the alliance relationships and, and continuing to build your database of potential clients. Is it possible? Absolutely. One a month? Definitely. And I encourage you to start straight away because they work incredibly well. You will effectively be building your own trust network that will serve you for years and years and years to come when you do it correctly and you stay in touch with your, your uh, database. And it will act as your foundation to growing the wealth that you desire to give you and your family the lifestyle they deserve. That's strategic alliances. And, and that's it from me. And I, I hope this show has been helpful to you. I've certainly enjoyed sharing with you. Please take action. Focus on creating one strategic alliance partner every single month, but go all the way back to the steps I shared in this podcast. In fact, feel free just to listen to it again because there's some absolute gems in there I know will truly, truly help you. So until our Wealthy Wednesday podcast next week, I hope you have an amazing seven days. Go make some friends, go make some alliances, and you can change the world. Thanks for listening to the Wealthy Wednesday podcast with me, Dave Drimmy. Check the show notes below for further details on this week's episode, including links to resources mentioned in the show. And if you haven't subscribed yet, you'll find us on Apple, Spotify, and all good podcast apps. See you next week.